Yanas and Yanats out there, the Podcast Royale, the fastest-selling boxing event in Australian history, is coming up. As you know, Bryzy and myself are fighting Marty and Michael. We're currently taking sponsorship opportunities for anyone who may be interested in this amazing fight night. Why would you want to sponsor us, you ask? Well, first of all, there's two of us. So double exposure, exactly from the start. Secondly, we are the main event. All eyes are on us. If you're interested in getting your logo out there for the world to see, send us an email to propertryyarn at gmail.com. Not interested in sponsoring us, but still want to be a part of the night in some form of sponsorship? Well, there's an array of different opportunities available as well. If this is the case, express your interest to contact at alpha-events.com.au. God, yeah, can't wait to see you all and get keen for us to bash these clowns. Oh, fuck yeah. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, the show at which we extracted the wildest and the best yarns from the best people and uh, some might say lunatics, some might say fucking legends, however you want to call them, but uh they're the people that give you the yarns. Now we're here, Joshy, Cartel Collective, mate. Um, fucking tell us the proper true yarn, <laughs> bruh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, where to begin? You know, uh, when I got asked to do the podcast, I felt a bit on the spot. I was a bit like, damn, like I've heard so many. Like, what is going to be the one that really? I think one you can probably say on the air. Two, it's not going to incriminate anybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three, I'm trying to find that good balance in between everything, man. And um, so you mentioned that Seb group before, mate. Can you alleviate that to me, mate? Well, what is it? You know, like if COVID didn't happen, then you know, what is the Seb group? Yeah, so Seb Man, you know, is a what's well, an international company. Um, and funny enough, the way they picked us out were um, sending mystery shoppers in. For like, I don't know how long, but like it was almost like some spy stuff, you know. Yeah, and so they got all the reports back and then they sort of went, yep, these are the guys. And, um, you know, these, you know, these opportunities seem like just, uh, you know, like a telemarketer calling you up and saying, you've just won, you know, this and that. And you're like, oh, sure, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, what said, man, to their, to their credit, you know, they set us up on some massive stages um, you know, working in front of, you know, shows where it ranged from, you know, 30 to 300. You know, um, the, one of the last shows we did was um, Trend Vision, which is um, broadcasted all over Australia and New Zealand. So some of the best hairdressers come with their, you know, with their work and, you know, we were able to be a part of that. And, um, you know, it was a real proud moment. My parents got to come and they finally got to see, like, what I was actually working on, you know, and yeah. what I was spending all my time on, you know. So that was a really special moment. And, um, you know, we can look back at it and go, oh, what if um, COVID didn't happen and this and that. But I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason, bro. And, um, you know, that moment for me um, where everything got taken away, I learned a lot about myself, bro, like really matured at that point, you know, starting cartel at, you know, 20 years old. You know, just winging it, I'll be honest, winging it. You know, I was there one minute, top of the world, everything going my way. I then just like start all over again. And that like 24 years old, that was a bit of like, 
It's like doing your ACL, <laughs> you know, yeah. like on the grand final. You're just like, oh, all that hard work and now I can't even participate in that one big thing that I wanted to do. So, yep. yeah, I like I can tell you this, like it went from just doing a show, launching a brand, meeting a whole lot of people, to going to Sydney, to going to Melbourne, back to Sydney, then back to Melbourne, and then... Yeah, and then COVID, bro. So it's a sad ending, but I mean, like, here we are and it's, it, the story continues. Definitely. Mate, when you say doing a show, are you, are you you're cutting hair for people? What, what What's doing a show entail? You know, it can be anything from just doing some, you know, backstage work, just, you know, cutting and styling models, you know, so when they go onto the run, runway, like, you know, they're looking the, the, the mick and other ones are, you know, look and learns where people are just buying tickets to come and just watch you cut and then workshops is where it's the same thing as a look and learn, but... I'm getting more hands-on with you. And you know, people paid real big money for that, you know, and it was, a, it was a massive opportunity for, you know, me being at my age and being able to, um, I think, just take what I love to do elsewhere. And, um, yeah, met a lot of nice people and, um, yeah, got exposed to, um, like, not, not, not too, like, I didn't get, like, screwed. There's no crazy stories about those trips, unfortunately, yeah. man. But, yeah, we'll get into some real soon. But, yeah, you know, got to travel a lot and... Um, I've only felt like this year really felt like that year. Yeah. You know, that's the reality, bro. Like that year, sitting here today, like it actually feels very, very similar. Yeah, definitely. So the thing is, like you said, everything happens for a reason, mate. And you believe that like going to those shows, being put in that position, getting those experiences is makes the barber you are now. Like without having to do that hard work, the grind, facing that adversity, mate. Yeah, putting yourself into a really uncomfortable position you know, situation, you know, um, I, you know, going before going on stage, you know, I was just, you know, <laughs> I was going a lot off that, um, you know, fake it till you make it, you know, like I said, <laughs> yeah. right at the beginning, I was still doing a lot of that, you know, but um, just roll with the, you know, you go with the flow and, you know, just, I am who I am, you know, I'm not trying to be the, uh, like the next Michael Jordan, I'm just trying to be, you know, just Josh, you know what I mean, just love me for this and, um you know, people liked it and, um, you know, we've been able to do great things here in Cairns and interstate and um, hopefully we can do more, you know. Yeah, 100%, mate. So, um, bang, COVID hits, you go through the adversity. On the other side, you're growing. Mate, what brings you back to uh, players coming back to to supporting you or using you or to getting you back into that position again, mate. Tell, tell Sian about that. Well, you know, COVID, we weren't hearing the nicest stories, you know what I mean? It was a lot of, you know, people just going through some real hard times and whatnot. You know, as we get out of that and, you know, I start to um, just stay present. Believe it or not, Kansas is one of the only spots that didn't really have too much COVID. Yeah, so right. all of a sudden... Every single player, every single team are staying in Cairns and everyone needs a barber and here I am like, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. you know, I've, been, I've been ready. You know, here I am. This is a sharp and brass. And that one year, it just went from like, what the hell are we going to do to all of a sudden like everything. Like, mate, we had, we had like the Sydney Swans staying up here in the AFL. You know, I was cutting Buddy Franklin, uh, Joe Papley. You know, you know, then we go into the um, NBL stuff. So we're cutting like multiple teams. Um, you know, we had some, we had some um, names and faces that came through that I was just like, we like, what the, what the fuck are we in Cairns? You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. like everyone was just here in Cairns to do their events. And, you know, I feel like that's what really just got us into 2021 and, and so on and so forth, bro. But yeah, like we've, we've, we've definitely done work for some pretty, 
pretty cool people. Who um, who's the most famous hat like you've ever cut? Like, well, let's split. Like go, the most famous Aussie, or you would regard as the most famous Aussie that you've <laughs> ever had to deal with. There's sports athletes, right? Yeah. But we've done music. We've done you know these self-made billionaires. I wish I could remember the like '90s boy group that this guy was the lead singer of. Not Hanson. I don't know, man. I wish I'm going to try and find <laughs> human the song. nature or something, something like that, bro. He was on like the like Arias or like whatever that big music um, award show is here in Australia. Like, yeah, he was on that, and I was thinking like. Bro, like you were like a celebrity, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, so like that's just one thing. But on, on the main topic of who's the most fa- famous Australian that I've cut, uh, this is up for probably debate, it's hard to walk past accolades, you know, and Buddy Franklin, you know, is, is you know, I, I, only once, man, but, you know, yeah. Buddy Franklin's known pretty much anywhere, bro. Exactly. You don't right. have to really be into AFL and go, you know, he's like the Jonathan Thurston. You know what I mean? If I said Jonathan Thurston anyway, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah, I joked. You yeah. know, yeah. And Buddy Franklin, bro, super, super down-to-earth guy. Yeah. I'm like, where do you get your haircut, bro? So I'm thinking like he's going to go to some like crazy like place. Oh, just a place downstairs from my apartment, man. This is just next to where I get my coffee. <laughs> I was like, this guy's getting, you know, like Range Rovers for free and he's getting fucking... Just a normal average just guy. Just a normal average guy, man. Is there any... Um I suppose you, you couldn't really say their names. Is any person's hair you've cut before where you put them on a pedestal and after doing it, you're like, that guy's a fuckwit or that girl's a, she, like, she's a bitch. Is any, I'm, not, I'm, so, I'm not saying to, to give <laughs> their names. This is funny, man. no, this is yeah. funny. This is, um, this is definitely um, don't meet your heroes type of story. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so without naming names, some of these footy players who might have um, – I mean footy like NRL, they, they sort of muck up, you know, in the NRL they get the boot and they start to jump around a bit and so they play a little bit here, play a bit there and this guy was playing for um, one of the teams here. Let's just say, you know, he's, he's well known. He's made the news many times, yep. especially for, um, I want to say, um, urinal incident. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I that didn't give it away yep. too much. No, no, definitely not, no. And, and, and man, and man, you know, like my my cousin, he's a massive footy fan. He was up in Cairns here with me, and um, my mate goes, "Hey, bro, um, what are you doing? I'm having beers with with such and such." And I'm like, "Cool, like we might come through." I was like, "Tell my cousin, yeah, yeah, come, 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 bro." This guy, <laughs> this guy, he's he's hanging out the um, the taxi, like just slurring, just you know, shit, bro. He's yeah. trying to pull everything, whether it's a one plus a zero or it's just a negative one. It's like, you know. <laughs> as long as it contained one, oh, he was trying to pull it. So, you know, we went and went to one little bar and and let's just say like something, you know, something of somebody's fell out and, and everyone had to do the runner because yeah, right. this guy has just been, you know, in trouble for all of this, you know, all these antics. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, Bro, like this is not how I imagined it to go down. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm thinking I'm going to meet this guy. I've, you know, heard all his stories, you know, maybe it's just the media, blah, blah, blah. No, he's exactly like the media. <laughs> 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 he made him just a maniac, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fucking – and that just just shows in life that you just – you treat everyone how they treat you. You know, like there's so many – you hear that so many times people put these people on this pedestal and – Sometimes you can't blame them, like everyone's having a bad day or whatever. Yeah, but like, honestly, man, like 99% of 
of these, you know, let's just say like athletes, like good dudes, bro, yeah. like mad, mad guys. Yeah. But like this one, like he was just a bit more of like a, he was in town for a minute, a mate of a mate knew him. I've gone cool, let's link up. I heard he likes to party. Yeah. And oh, bro, he was, I was just like, does he realize that people know who he is? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, he can't really like be out here doing this. Like, he's going to be on the news trying to convince everyone that, he that he's fucking changed. Do it. <laughs> yeah. It gets us a small place. Yeah. Wow. At what point have you gone fucking or, or defined yourself as? I am the athlete's hairdresser or, or, or that you've said that this is where I want to be is the person the athletes want to come to. Yeah, I don't think I rub it in anyone's face and take, you know, the barber that that guy goes to and I'm like, oh, you don't want to go to him. Like, like go to whoever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm here in Cairns. You know what I mean? Like I'm not getting flowing out to this place or that place on a private jet and whatnot. It's just... This is my brand, you know what I mean? And this is my dream, you know, and it's nothing more, nothing less. It's um, just doing the part of it that I love. Business is business and that becomes stressful, enjoyable and hateful all at the same time. You know, to go to places or just to stay put here in Cairns and cut, whether we're talking AFL, NRL, uh, musicians, um, NBL, guys who make the leap to NBA and then come back, I guess, you know, I'm not bagging out you know, nobody. I think that's the biggest thing. Like they don't feel like I'm here going, you need to come to me. Yep. It's like come to me the same reason why I've come to you. It's like you have a platform, I have a platform. I'm going to treat you like the celebrities you see overseas. You know what I mean? Like when you see your mate overseas getting his hair cut and paying $500, I'm going to give you that same experience, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously not for – I wish they'll pay me $500. Oh, that was, no, no, was going to lead me next question, no, man. What, what's the most you've ever charged for a haircut, bro? Ch- charged or given. I mean, that's – Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been – you know, I've been paid pretty generously. I've been, yeah, paid upwards of, you know, $400, you know, just for a single trim. Yeah, you right. Know, or that, or that drunk guy who's quickly run in and he's been on a mad Monday and he's just like, I need your cup, I'll be whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's fifty dollars and he's got one hundred and fifty. I'm like, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, cheers, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you get them too. But so four hundred bucks is the most you've been given. For, well, what's the most you've been given for a haircut then? I'd say if I'm thinking back again, it's ten years. It's more of a show. Yeah, the show stuff. Anywhere from thousand bucks to, to to maybe fifteen hundred bro. Yeah right. Just for just for just to cut this person's hair and yeah that was that was that was it. That's fucking unreal. Yeah I mean you know and again it's it's always a for something, you know. Yeah. There's definitely people not out there in Australia paying that much. Like everything else is too dear, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um but you know like I said back to the what I'm doing for Josh the Barber as this unofficial barber of the NBL is not bagging it out anybody else who might have these guys come across their chair. It's about me giving these guys that same treatment and exposure and capture the content and put it out there so everyone can be like, look at this superstar. Yeah. You know, look at me. I'm with him. He's with me, me with him. Like, every, like that's just how cross-platforming works. Yeah, you know together. what I mean? Just like guests you bring on. Yeah. We all somehow get a little bit out of it. And and that's, mate, that's phenomenal within itself because like we spoke before the podcast, mate, if you can do something where everyone grows together and you're not putting 
Not once have you ever bagged a barber. You're not ba- saying nothing bad, mate. You're saying, hey, this is what I do. Yeah. Come to me if you want to come to me. I, I don't care what you do in your life. Yeah, mate. some guys yeah. spin out, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like even just that Gold Coast trip. Now it's been so long and I know so many guys. I wasn't just going to text everybody. Yeah. Just had like those main guys. So so, so I had some sort of foundation for the content. I'm, I'm walking around and guys are like, Josh, what's up? You know, like from different teams and different players. And I'm like... Fuck, bro! I didn't even like. I didn't even like message you. My bad, bro. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, and they're like, cool, bro. Yeah, sweet. And then they text their mates, hey, bro, my guy's here. You want a haircut? So like, that stuff's cool. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's really cool. Um, that's just how it's working right now. And I guess being that relatable person and not really also um, taking the piss out, man. Just doing you. Just yeah. being yourself, mate. Yeah. And, and whatever you do in life, I, I'm. Stay true to my grassroots and you stay true to your grassroots, mm. mate. And that's how you fucking succeed, I believe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Never, never fucking pull away from the course. Mm, mm. And, mate, and yeah, that's fucking unreal, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we get into what have I heard over these years? Mate. You know, what have I seen over these years? So... Yeah, we're going to pull up here and next potty you're going to hear what he's seen, the big man over the years. Yeah, I think we've gotten to that stage. 